Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. And that breaking news coming from investigative reporter extraordinaire John Solomon of JustTheNews.com. That's JustTheNews.com. John Solomon, what do you have for us? Yeah, uh, big developments in the fight over abortion. As we know, the Supreme Court kicked it back to the states when it reversed Roe v. Wade. And today, the Georgia Supreme Court reinstated the state's six-week abortion ban, a ban after six weeks, uh, any abortions after six weeks. Uh, it had been struck down by a lower court. The Supreme Court said, uh, not so quickly. Uh, uh, the Attorney General's office had asked for that, uh, that blockade to be lifted, and the Supreme Court did that today, saying there's no reason to not enforce the law right now, even as uh, some of the constitutionality issues are being litigated. So a pretty big uh, development in Georgia today, um, both sides in the abortion debate, pretty worked up about the decision today. Uh, talking about the Supreme Court, uh, John, uh, how about the uh, Supreme Court on our borders? Yeah, uh, very important. Uh, there's a lot of different things going on. The Perhaps the most in, uh, important one is Title 42, the need for uh, uh, right now, at the current arc, we're going to lose uh, the Title 40 tour enforcement capability. Border Patrol will begin to lose that, I think, in about six weeks. And there's a lot of concern that that's going to triple the amount of people crossing the border daily. We're already at record highs. A tripling will be an extraordinary uh, crushing uh, effect on uh, the Border Patrol. And one of the sad things I learned this week, I was talking to some of the Border Patrol Union, four Border Patrol agents in the last 10 days have committed suicide, despondent. Oh, my over, God. You, you, say that job. again. Four. Four Border Patrol agents have committed wow. suicide in the last 10 days. They're just despondent over the fact that the job that they came to do, they can no longer do. Uh, Border Patrol said it's the largest rash of suicide they've had in any recent memory. And we're on the border. Why did we, the, what happened in Arizona? Why did we lose Arizona? Uh, the, the Democrats won Arizona and there's nothing but uh, uh, rape and pillage. Yeah, it's a great question, right? I think uh, two, two factors happened. I, I interviewed one of the Border Patrol uh, executives uh, in the last couple of days. This is the union and they, they work the Arizona sector. And they said that the people they talked to thought that too much time had been spent by the candidates in Arizona talking about the 2020 election and not enough on the border. They thought they were so obsessed with the um, uh, election that they weren't going to do anything different from Republicans on the border. That's not really true. The candidates down there were much stronger border candidates. But for somehow the Democrats squeaked it out. When you look at the data, it looks like the Democrats outperformed in early ballot voting. They collected more early ballots than Republicans expected, and they were able to pull that election off. But you're right. A lot of people voted against their interests, their security interests, in keeping Democrats in power. John, John this is Pete King. Were uh, people in Washington and legal experts surprised by the unanimous Supreme Court ruling against President Trump on his taxes? I thought there was a separation of powers issue there, but apparently the court just totally disregarded that or reject yeah that. i think a lot of the legal experts were surprised uh, it clearly shows that congress has an oversight authority that the court views as expansive uh and uh but i think some people particularly the strict constitutionalists thought it was going to go at least be a more divided court but it was pretty unanimous and uh it seems like uh, that transmission of documents will be occurring any day soon now uh remember that we've seen most of the information in the trump tax returns because they got leaked a couple of years ago uh, so I don't think there'll be any big surprises, but the principle that a, a president's uh, personal financial records can be so easily obtained by Congress. I, I've got to put this in the category of Democrats. Watch what you wish for. 
almost certainly the lawmakers I've talked to in the last couple of days, they're going to use the same Supreme Court precedent to go get the secret bank records of uh, Hunter Biden and his father to find out how much money they were exchanging between them. So I think this ruling is going to boomerang around Democrats once Republicans take control in January. Uh, uh, John, John Solomon, uh, the fact is the Supreme Court voted uh, in uh, 35 days, 34 days. Uh, you're going to have a new Congress. Yep. So the old Congress that uh, filed the complaint with the Supreme Court, how long can Donald Trump or President Trump Wait before he turns over those records. Well, remember, it's the Treasury Department it's, that it's will be the Treasury Department over. turns over. Come from the IRS, so oh, I don't think. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this transmission probably occurs. Um, and uh, again, it was a fight over principle because most of the information in President Trump's uh, tax records were leaked a couple of years ago. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of surprises. Uh, but the principle is there, and now Democrats who created that principle. May, may, uh, they're going to see it turned around on them. I've talked to James Comer, the House Oversight Committee chairman. He's determined to get very sensitive bank records showing exactly what Hunter Biden and Joe Biden might have been swapping in their bank accounts. That's going to become a big story come January. John Solomon, you're down in D.C. There's a story that came out, according to Politico, Chinese drones over D.C. raising security, uh, spying fears. Chinese-made drones have breached restricted airspace above the nation's capital hundreds of times in recent months. What are you hearing about this? Yeah, listen, this is something that we've uh, there was a briefing uh, to lawmakers on the Senate Homeland Security Committee just a couple of uh, days ago. Latest update, we've been seeing these uh, drones appear. Sometimes they're Americans flying them, but because they're made by the Chinese drone company DJI, there is a significant concern that the Chinese might be tapping into the video and surveillance footage, even if an American's innocently using it. Big concern about that. Uh, A lot of people, Marco Rubio was reacting about it today. Uh, I think he said any technological product with origins in China or Chinese company holds a real risk and potential vulnerability for American security. Uh, And we're beginning to see both Republicans and Democrats start to step up on the issue of China. When Joe Biden first came in, Democrats were pretty much in lockstep with him that China wasn't a a threat. But over the last Mm -hmm. few days, a few months, you're seeing people like Mark Warner, the Intelligence Committee chair, learning so much more about Chinese malintentions. He came out uh, with surprising admission three, four weeks ago, actually in an interview with Justin News and said, Donald Trump was right about TikTok. TikTok is stealing people's personal data and helping the Chinese communist government. Remember when Donald Trump said that two years ago, he was called a xenophobe. Now, uh, most of the Democrats and Republicans in Washington agree the president, former president, was correct. My God, they agree on something, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, Uh, what happens, and President Trump was not very nice uh, to the entire Supreme Court based on on that ruling. Yes. Well, as you know, Donald Trump likes to react with... uh, uh, the most provocative uh, reaction. I don't think that's going to change uh, second, third uh, run for president. I think we're used to the sort of way that the president uh, reacts to these sort of things. Um, but again, I think that ruling is going to boomerang around. I think Democrats are going to wish they didn't pursue that because the, the sensitive bank records that show what Hunter Biden and Joe Biden might have been sharing is joint bank accounts. We now know that President Biden's taxes were actually done for a few years by Hunter Biden. Wow, and that. Yeah, that's in the laptop emails that I made public a few months ago. And in one of those, uh, it said that Hunter Biden is told you can keep your father's tax return because he owes you so much money. So what is that about? Uh, That's going to become a big issue, I think, in January. We're going to hear a lot more about those emails back in January.
It's just scary with you know with what we're we're learning about the president of the United States and his son. Yeah, I mean, look, no all, all fathers support their sons, but this is the whole country's at stake. Yeah, and it may be the other way around. It may have been the son supporting the father. That's what some of the evidence seems to suggest. Well, as Hunter Biden gathered more and more foreign business, he was supporting his father more and more. Well, money-wise, the son is supporting the father, but I'm talking about uh, when the president of the United States, you know, the country depends on him. Yes. The son doesn't give a damn. That's right. Nope. Now, that's the big question. Is the president compromised by all of these foreign deals? And we're going to hear a lot more about that. It's going to become a regular conversation in D.C. come January. And this, goes, and, and this goes back to the whole issue of how uh, Facebook and social media just totally shut that story down during the, during the campaign. If that had come out, that could have definitely turned things around. They did. They did, starting with my work at the Hill in 2019 and then all through 2020. And we now know that every aspect of those stories turned out to be true. And uh, a lot of voters say, hey, if I knew that was true, I might have changed my vote in 2020. That may have been the single biggest interference in the 2020 election. Well, the same thing happened in Pennsylvania because uh, how many people voted for Fetterman before they knew he was unconscious? (laughs) Yeah, 600,000 early ballots. Well, many more than that. I heard it was as much as 400. Right. Right. And then uh, Elon Musk in Twitter, by the way, he found in a closet in Twitter headquarters a stash of stay woke T-shirts. So here are the same people that are saying that, hey, we're not we're not partisan at all. Disney's board of directors finally came to Jesus. You know, they realized go woke, go broke. That's right. That's why they brought uh, back Bob Iger. Mm -hmm. That's it. Well, thank you so much, John Solomon of JustTheNews.com. That's JustTheNews.com. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you all. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.